and welcome to another week of Soap Secrets. Yes, we are back with all the juicy backstage and onstage gossip from all the soaps this week. Joining me is Claire Ruck. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. Hi there. Right, now, shall we start with Casualty? Because, um, of course, it's Easter now, isn't it? I mean, how did that come around so quickly? I don't know, but it's Good Friday this week, so um, that's really, you know, I ha- that's really exciting. I hope you've bought me an egg, Hannah. I mean, obviously I have. <laughs> you know, it's all about eating chocolate. It's the one day of the year that my children are allowed to eat chocolate for breakfast. It's totally acceptable. <laughs> now, is there any chocolate in Casualty? Is it going to be a sweet episode or a little bit sour? It's going to. It's certainly not going to be sweet. So um, don't forget that last week we didn't have casualty because there was a little bit of rugby on. Yeah. Um, so it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks, and I couldn't say this at the time because I wasn't allowed to. I wasn't allowed to to give to give away the ending. We saw Faith go to Dylan's houseboat late at night, didn't we? We did. And the episode episode ended with a kiss. Mm-hmm. A big snog. And we all know where kisses lead to, don't we, Hannah? <laughs> did she stay the night by any chance? She, she stayed the night on his lovely, lovely houseboat. I think we'd all stay on that houseboat. Yeah. And um, so, so yeah, I was certainly going, yeah, you were going, yeah, and all the fans were going, yay. Um, and um, she wakes up in the morning, and obviously she's, she's not been home, so she calls her daughter Natalia to make sure all the kids are okay. I mean, they've obviously been there with Lev. Um, and she doesn't realise that the call has gone through. Now, I don't want to upset anyone. She doesn't hear anything untoward, Natalia, but... The phone is open, so um, and Dylan comes in and just speaks to Faith and just says, "What would you like for breakfast?" Nothing, nothing smutty. Just, "What would you like for breakfast?" But Natalia is, you know, she's of a certain age. She knows exactly where her mum has been because her mum had fibbed and said, "I'm staying with a friend." Well, I suppose oh. technically she was. So, you know, so, you know, so this is really distressing for her teenage daughter. Now, teenagers going through a marriage. You know, living through their parents' marriage breakup, they're very emotional, and this just must—it does upset her. It massively upsets her. It really, her. really, really. I don't think you can take away from that. It really affects kids, doesn't it? Breakups. I mean, like it is such a big deal. Although some some children will say their parents staying together was worse. Um, but you, can, I think, seeing this played out, there'll be so many people that can identify with how she will feel in that moment. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I think so, yes. And so, so Natalia, you know, she knows things aren't good between her parents. She probably, she doesn't know that her dad slept with another man, but, you know, she wants her parents to be together. And so she goes out with Grace, Connie's daughter, who's a bit of a bad influence, and Ollie, David's son. So they're kind of like the teenagers um, from the casualty department and um she they they go to this place and there's some other boys there and um natalia's not happy she's a bit you know she's really upset and she takes drugs i think she takes this thing called black mamba and she has an extremely bad reaction to it and luckily ollie has enough presence of mind to call an ambulance and uh, once again faith's personal life is splashed across the ed yeah, of course it is. I mean, this is just like the worst. Again, just such a sort of already dramatic, and then something like this happens, which I suppose is what it does every time. It brings us right back to you know to the hospital, which is where where the where this whole yeah. soap is set. But I think that again, they're trying to raise awareness of kind of you know one tablet might be fine, another one isn't. You know, which we we all know too well. But she's in that moment. She doesn't care. She's upset. Yeah. She's irrational. Um, and she goes and does, does something that, you know, ultimately she, she, she will live to regret. 
Yes. So, yes. So, will Natalia survive, and can Faith and Dylan's fledgling romance handle the strain? So it, I mean, the trouble is with Faith, she's going to blame herself hugely for this, isn't she? And, um, you know, that yes. will put a lot of pressure on a very new relationship. Yes, it is very, very new. And, um, you know, they, they might have been, you know, sharing heated looks in the ED department, but they haven't really done anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, you know, there's Lev as well, isn't there? We've got to kind of, there's that dynamic too going yes. on. Yes, yes, because he was the paramedic that responds and say, and has to save his daughter and he's shouting and he's really, really distressed. Because because while their, their marriage is on the rocks, both Lev and Faith, um, they, are, they are there for their children. Yeah, yeah, and of course, you know, his secret hasn't come out. So, you know, that's something, no. will, will that then come out too? Because that will be a... A shock to many people, I suspect. Um, yes. And also, fans, a bit of a surprise for them, because we've got a para paramedic Ian Dean, um, played by Michael Stevenson's returning. Yes, I couldn't believe this. I was so excited, and I know the fans are going to be so excited. To be quite frank, and I don't know why they let him go. <laughs> he, he, was, he had such great storylines, Ian, and uh, he's, so who's he back for? What's, who's he going to save? Who's mm. in trouble? I wonder. <laughs> Oh, no doubt we'll find out. I, I suppose you can tell me. I can't tell you, no. But it's in a <laughs> it, it, he's coming back very shortly, so, so the fans won't have to wait very long. Excellent. Hmm. So, good news to end the, the, the horrible storyline we've just heard about. Yes. <laughs> um, Emma Dale. So, from one exciting drama to another, this is really exciting. This week is going to be so exciting, isn't it? Because yeah. we start the week with a flash forward of Jimmy making a, a very desperate 999 call. Um, but then we see three different hospital beds. Tell me more. So, yes, yeah, so this is... So last week I said that this week was going to be really, really big, and it is it is massive. It's a big, big stunt. Emmerdale really like doing these stunts. They do, and don't they? They do. They do, they do, do at least one a year, and... Um, it's difficult. We are in COVID. We are we are filming, you know, socially distanced. So it is it is difficult. I think they've done this really really well. So it is the wedding. It's Mandy and Paul's wedding, um, and uh, so that's going to be that's going to be really really that's, that's what we've been looking forward to. And you know what? Mandy wears this amazing dress, Hannah. It's, it's leopard skin oh, amazing. with a magenta pink veil i mean it's the brightest pink i've ever seen that is the classiest dress i've ever heard of that's amazing of course that mandy's is. wearing that <laughs> and the boys Vinny and paul are wearing matching magenta ties so it's 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 got the lot this yeah. so um it's all centered around the wedding um and uh, so we do we start the week with a flash forward seeing Jimmy make a desperate 999 call and then we see three different hospital beds. Now, we don't know who's in them and the faces have been obscured, So we, but we do know that three people are in serious trouble. Um, and as the week progresses, the occupants are revealed, so it does play out over five nights and it will end in tragedy, tragedy for at least one villager. Oh, do we know which one? No, no, and um, this is a this is going to be a big character. This isn't like Star Trek when you know Second Ensign from Engineering pitches up on an away mission. You know he's not making it back. This is a big, big character. So um, oh really? So, yes, yeah. And yeah. so so will the wedding go ahead because of it, or are we going to sort of be you know 
we're going to be distracted over here because obviously something massive is happening. I can't believe it's a big character. Who on earth? Could, who's in the frame? <laughs> I, can't, I can't say. Who do we think? We can. We can. We can. Hypothetically it could be. Really. It could be. It just could be anybody. Um, you've got. You. You do have Mandy and Paul. You have Vinny. You have Liv. You have Aaron. You have. Um, you have Sam and Lydia. You have absolutely anybody. So it is. It is all centred around the wedding. Um, she, Mandy's nervous. As she pre prepares for a big day. She's unaware that Vinny is taking another brutal beating from his dad. Um, and um, and then we have Jimmy. You know, Jimmy and Nicola have been really stressed out by Juliet trying to trying to take away the um their son and um uh he's stressed uh he gets a call saying that he needs to come home to Nicola he's having a panic attack he gets into uh, the truck to drive back he's blinded by the sun and he loses control mm. will the wedding go ahead his disaster descends on the village I mean that would be a shame to let that wedding dress go to waste wouldn't it it would <laughs> It's got it's a cracking it, I mean, dress. the thing is, whenever there's a wedding, you just absolutely know there's going to be a crescendo, and, and it sounds like this is an almighty crescendo in this one. Yes, yes, it's going to be, it's, it, it is really going to be exciting, and, um, I, you know, I hope it ends well for Mandy, you know, because, you know, it would be nice to see her happy. It would be nice to see her happily. You, you know, you're right, it's been, it's been a while, hasn't it, and this, this could be her happy ever after, but will it be? It is a yes. soap, guys, remember. It is a soap. <laughs> but that is one absolutely, one soap absolutely not to miss. Um, okay, so moving on to Hollyoaks, which never fails um, to deliver, does it, really? Um, no. And this week, very excitingly, it's the moment we've all been waiting for because AJ Pritchard makes his first appearance. And anybody who doesn't know AJ Pritchard, um, he is the dancer, um, one of the main dancers from Strictly Come Dancing, and he was also in I'm a Stub to Get Me Out of Here. So, big character, one for the, one for the, uh, I suppose, eye candy, I suppose you'd call him, if I'm allowed to say that. Yes, yes, he is. He's, he's, um, he's come in um, as, a, as, as, as a dancer called Marco, so, um, uh, and his brother, is Curtis, is coming in in a couple of weeks, so we, we knew that both the Pritchard brothers were pitching up, but they're coming in separately. Um, and it's the grand opening of uh, Trish's new dance school, and it gets off to a rocky start when her boyfriend goes AWOL, and one of her dance rivals, Marco, played by AJ Pritchard, turns up. Um, will it all go off without a hitch? Now, obviously, some of the cast are going to have to be dancing, so I wondered whether um, AJ had been giving them personal lessons. Mm. It, what's he like? As a, I mean, a lot of uh, sort of trained dancers go to acting school, don't they, and dance. Yeah. So, it, I mean, you've probably seen some of this and what he's like. Does he land well? Is he, is he good? Or is it obvious that he's new and it's just his first kind of... Hurrah, no, he's, 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 he's really great at this. He's, is he? He's, he's very natural. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's always awkward otherwise, isn't it, when someone comes in and they're sort of a, somebody that you know away from a soap and they come into a soap and like them. But actually, the transitions work so well with so many people across all the soaps, in fairness. Yeah. So AJ Pritchard is such a nice guy as well, you know, because um, when he was first in... Um, uh, Strictly Come Dancing um, TV Times do this thing at Christmas called the Carol Concert and he was invited to come along and um, we got some pictures together 
and uh, for, for the nieces in, in the office. Mm. And uh, he, signed, he signed several signed photos, and my niece still has it oh. to this day. She was, uh, she was made up when she opened it on Christmas Day, and she had a sign, because like, he'd really taken off with the younger set. You know, she, was, yeah. she was in love with him. And when she got this, when she got this signed photograph, she was over the moon. Yeah, I can still see her face. It's so nice, actually, when they, when they do that, because... You know it's awful, isn't it? When like they haven't got time for that anymore, they've got too big, yeah. too big to do it. That that's, that is nice. I, I imagine he is a very nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so then the other storyline is, um, is will Silver find out who he's been trolling his wife Mercy online? Of course, the culprit is very close to close to home as we know that Cher his daughter is jealous of Mercy and that a family feud between stepdaughter and stepmother has been raging and is now out of hand where mm. will it all end and will Silver find out? I think that could be a sticky end. It could be Yeah, that's what, again though that sort of trolling and stuff is very relatable isn't it and people get yes. trolled all the time um, social media and sort of hiding behind a screen these keyboard warriors would never set to your face, but quite happy to do it. And it's it's quite easy to quite easy to do, I think, just to sort of yes. stalk people, isn't it? And and kind of yes. make their life difficult. And and to go under a pseudonym and pretend you're someone else. It's really horrid. Yeah. And also, Hannah, um, as 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 we're recording um, last night, uh, Sid came back. So a couple of weeks ago, we thought Sid was dead. We th- we thought that Victor had killed him, and I couldn't say anything because I really thought he was going to come back. And all the fans were going mad. And uh, <laughs> he made a, he made he made he made an appearance back in the village. Good. So we're all pleased about all that. All's well that ends well. Yes, I think that was quite good of them because, like, he did look a bit dead, and you think, "Whoa, yeah. no, no." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now this is this is a soap that I've been just waiting for to talk about Coronation Street because. The whole Fizz and Tyrone storyline, it's a big deal, really, isn't it? And um, I was really worried that Tyrone was going to sort of jump the wrong way, if you like, and and, and not stick with Fizz. And and to see that relationship go, you know, fall apart would be pretty sad, I think, for everybody, Um, even the viewers particularly me, get very invested in these things. Um, now, last week, we, we saw that he, he did decide to stay with Fizz and the girls, uh, right choice. Um, but it's going to be frosty after what he did, isn't it? I mean, it's not, it's not exactly going to be, um, you know, happy days. No it, no, it isn't. And I think if, if they manage to rebuild their marriage to rebuild their relationship. They've got a long way to go. Um, he, he did choose to stay with Fizz and the girls last week, um, but, you know, the atmosphere at home is, is even more tense. Fizz assures Tyrone that she does want to work things out, but he has to do something first, and he has to tell Alina to leave the street. Yeah, so, so let's just rewind slightly. His relationship um, with Alina, is it... I mean, has he just turned off those feelings? Has he realised it was a big mistake? Is he very regretful? Or is he just sort of, you know, uh, suppressing those because he knows that staying with Fizz is the right thing? I don't think he's turned his his feelings for Alina off. At the moment, he has decided to choose Fizz and the girls. I mean, don't forget the, the, two, the, two, the two children are a big pull, a big pull. Mm. Um, but you know, Alina is is lovely. Um, she's all over him. Fizz has got other things. She's yeah. she's you know she, her time is not always her own. She has to look after two children, etc. Um, I you know I I'm not sure that he's completely committed. So that's why she has to leave the street. They've got to put well, some distance between them. 
Yes, but will she? I mean, you can't just... You can't make you can't... someone, can you? No. And, you know, she could turn around and say, well, you leave then if you're so desperate. Yeah, you mm. go. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Leanne's woes continue as well, don't they? Because um, she's spending so much time working for Harvey that Nick thinks she's having an affair with him because, of course, she, he doesn't realise exactly what's going on at all. And it kind of ends up with him saying, look, you know, I do still love you and I think you still love me. Um you know, is Leanne going to confide in him, do we think? Well, I would really like Leanne to confide in Nick, and so would you, but um, she doesn't. So it, it is, you know, to, to an outside person, seeing Harvey come in and out of the flat like he does, it would seem to you like she is in a relationship with this man. Yeah. Um, and um, But, of course, you know, nobody knows that he's the drug boss in the street. You wouldn't. You, if you saw yeah. a man walking down the street someone looked like Will Meller, you, you just wouldn't go, he's a drug boss. I will now. Just think... When I walk around my village, I'll be like, oh, you're a drug boss, are you? <laughs> so, so, yeah, he's just a guy, isn't yeah, he? He's just, he just, is. just a guy. So, uh, so yeah, um, you know, so Mick does think she's having an affair. Um, and, um, you know, he has no idea that she desperately needs him, that this is a drug boss that they're in, that they need money um, to pay this drug boss off, and he's forcing her to work for him. Because, as we talked about last week, Hannah, she looks perfect, doesn't mm, she? she? Absolutely does. she's perfect. perfect. She's the perfect um, ruse, I suppose. You just don't expect her to be anything yeah. other than, you know, nice, a nice lady. Um, yeah. It's a shame, she, I, I suppose, in a way, in the way that Leanne does, she's trying to protect Nick, I guess, from knowing anything, because as soon as she tells him, then he becomes partisan to what's going on, and she wants to, she wants to protect him. But, of course, he could have been her saviour, perhaps. He could have been, yes. Maybe he still will, because we have, you know, d d don't write Nick off yet. Mm, I'm not writing. He's always one to bounce back, isn't he, Nick? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, over to the square. Um, so... You've got some. You've got some extra news for us this week, haven't you? Yes, yes. So um, Gwen Taylor, um, she was in Duty Free back in the eighties. That was that was her big thing, um, and she's going to be joining EastEnders as Violet Highway, and she's going to and Violet is the gran of Stuart and Callum, so she's going to be feisty, mm. feisty. I think Gwen Taylor was also in um, Heartbeat. In the oh, later okay. years, not in the early years. So she's kind of be playing that kind of feisty character. Oh, okay. So a nice new character there too. Um, now, back to the storyline. Because Whitney proposes to Cush. Yes. You would think she wouldn't be jumping quite so quickly, wouldn't you? With her with her track record in, in, in romance, no. Hannah. But she's kind of needy yet, though, isn't she? She wants to be loved, you know. I yes. you can kind of see why, I guess. Yes. Yes, it is completely. So um, our, um, our, they only started their romance back uh, Valentine's night, to be precise. I mean, literally, it's, like, it's overnight. <laughs> <laughs> that is the same as six weeks, I don't think. I didn't count it up. But, uh, so, yes, yeah, so she proposes. So Kush is facing jail after, after what happened with the car, stealing the classic cars just before Christmas. Um, and... Uh, so, will it be happy ever after for EastEnders' most lucky, unlucky love character, Whitney? Uh, you and I hope so. I suspect not. Mm. Um, uh, but, of course, the wrinkle in her happiness is grey. So, uh, you know, I, it's just, it's just, this is very odd because um, Kush must be very understanding because this week, Grey um, asks Whitney to attend a work-do with him because he needs a 
plus one. Um, and uh, so uh, and it's, it is really creepy because he lends her one of Chantelle's dresses mm. and gives her some of Chantelle's jewellery. So in effect, she's just dressed up like his wife. So, and he's sort of pretending like that she's his girlfriend. Yes. Um, so obviously, you know, Whitney's lovely. She's very friendly towards him. Um, and um, out of earshot, one of his work colleagues asks, you know, um, you know, are you two together? You know, this has not been, you know, she doesn't actually say it's mm. not been too long since your wife passed, but she's obviously thinking that. And uh, Gray explains that he and Whit fell in love while they were working together on her trial. And yes, they are in love. So... So that that is, that, you know, this, you is have, this can only end in tears. I mean, it really can. Yeah, yes, it completely can only end in tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. it's really messy. It's really it's messy. Really and he's messy. not somebody you want to mess with either. No. So it, no. it's going to get very yeah, it's going to get nasty um, again. I would think. And we've always worried about Whitney at uh, the hands of Grey, haven't we? Yes, yes, completely. Because completely. He's got a bit of a fixation on her, and also. Um, <laughs> It's Lacey Turner's last week, isn't it, in the soap? Because, of course, she's, she's going on mat leave. Yes, yes. So um, she's, she's, she is now... She, she gave birth to a little boy, I think, a couple of weeks ago. She did. Um, in, in real life. Um, so, obviously, you know, soaps lag a bit. So this is her last week on screen, obviously, for about a year. And um, she, does, she heads off to a hearing with a holdall to await her fate. Will she be found guilty? I mean, judging by the fact she's out of the soap for a while, I'd imagine, yes. I mean, I'm just I'm not a bedding woman, but... <laughs> she has given birth, yes. <laughs> wow, OK, an- another great week. Now, we also have Victoria Wilson here to talk all things Holby. Um, this is our last soap of the day, but certainly uh, not the least. Yes. Um, so, it's happened, people. The um, the latest episode of Holby City saw Holby's murdering medic, Cameron Dunn, finally get his comeuppance. Yes, hurrah! So, realising the uh, net was closing in on him, um, the drama actually culminated in, in Cam barricading himself and Nikki, who we now know is carrying his unborn child, into, um, into Max's office, where he then proceeded to tell her everything about his past crimes and we mean everything oh oh no um so the episode ended up with um our cameron being carted off by the boys in blue and it was a long time coming if you ask us but it was a fitting ending for for a great character i think uh, do you know what it was? It was a, it was absolutely about time. This story has run and run and run, and and, and it's like all those things. It's like a good book. You don't you want it to you want to get to the end because you want to know what happens, but at the same time you don't want it to end. And I kind of feel like this might be the same about Cameron, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I um I s- spoke to uh, Nick Jackman a few um, weeks ago, so I have known about this for a long time. Sorry, guys. Um, but he, you know, you sort of ask the question: you know, Is there a way back for him? And mm. I, I have a feeling we haven't totally seen the last of him. He has a lot of crosses to bear there. Yeah, but does he come back rehabilitated, or does he come back equally as awful? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Leopard doesn't change its spots, does it? <laughs> so. Obviously, we know that Nikki is pregnant with Cameron's baby, and this leaves her in a bit of a... I guess we're now going to see what, what she's going to do. Is she going to continue with the pregnancy, or is she going to make a very difficult decision? And, of course, if she does continue with the pregnancy, 
Yeah, what does it mean for for her career at the hospital? Yeah. So so as we move on to to next week, obviously uh, Nikki's dealing with like, I suppose the calm after the storm, you'd say. Um, and and Nikki, played by the wonderful Belinda Awuzu, um, as we know, she she's got a lot to get her head around. I suppose. I suppose you would after finding out the father of your unborn child is a serial killer. Uh, that could have quite an effect on you. Um, Just a little. Yeah, so um, she's she's still sort of trying to come to terms with things. And, and at the start of the episode, it, it's very dark. Um, mm. and, and one of the first things we see is Nikki arriving at work. Um, she's talking to someone on the phone. And we, and we soon sort of discover she is actually making an appointment for a termination. Um, right. It just seems like she's she's really consumed with sort of guilt over her relationship with Killer Cameron, and I suppose you would like, why didn't she see it coming? Blah blah blah. I guess you'd have all those questions of whether, you know, that was sort of hereditary. Is that sort of thing hereditary? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I, I suppose those things though, when you're in a really dark moment like she is, you would kind of question, I suppose. Yeah. So um, it, it it just it seems like she feels. You know, she she finds all his crimes like utterly abhorrent. You know, this is this was a man. She she's now ended up having, you know, pregnant with his child, and and it seems she sort of wants to. She wants to make the decision to sort of have an abortion to almost rid herself of his offspring. It's not she doesn't mm. want this baby. She just doesn't want his baby. She's decided. Yeah, yeah, and I say there'll be lots of there'll be lots of thoughts going through her mind, but it's kind of. Is it too soon to sort of make that kind of decision? Well, it's all, it seems, she seems absolutely resolute and it seems like she has made up her mind, but um, she, there, there's an operation during that she just wants to get back on with work. She's an amazing doctor and she's in surgery, but and during, um, in, in theatre, she, she actually starts to bleed and she goes outside and, and the signs are there and, and she does fear she's had a, a miscarriage and you're sort of left wondering why well, okay maybe that's the easier way if it's what you wanted then then why are you she's clearly upset though um you would be i mean whatever what whatever decision she makes i mean just be awful awful yeah anyway louis there loyal louis um and he kind of helps her in her time of need and, and she sort of asks him if he will go with her to, to an ultrasound uh, sort of an ultrasound scan to check the baby's okay of mm. course he agrees and he sort of she's there's a sweet scene where she sort of actually ushers him in he, he says he'll wait outside but he kind of comes in and and they both sort of watch on the monitor um and and there she sort of falls in love with with her baby all over again yeah, um of course. but it, it kind of raises big questions and you know, she, she does fall in love with the baby again. It's clearly she clearly makes the decision that she does want to keep it, um, and then she knows she has to put the health of herself and her baby first. So, and the other thing, of course, is that, that always means that she's got a connection with this most horrendous person, and that's the other part of this, isn't it? But but you know, Holby does have a lot of bad memories for her now. So, of course, yeah. So she she does. She does. She loves her job. Um, she loves herself and her baby. So those are yeah. tough decisions that she'll yeah. have to make. It's a really good episode. So you know. And um, also, also going on is Hanson and Rayhan are playing a, a real game of one-upmanship, aren't they, uh, on the Keller Ward? 
Yeah, I mean, with sort of new accusations have come to light and, and there's stuff circulating on social media of um, Sahira's father, Rayham, abusing children. Um, now, as we know, the, the, the storyline as is, is, is that Rayhan abused Hanson when he was at school all those years back. Um, it, it, anyway, Hanson, the usually sort of stoic, upright, quiet Hanson, he can't contain his anger any longer and he actually warns Rayhan that he's, he, he, he's going to tell Sahira how he abused him as a child. Um, and it gets to a point where his Rayhan's grandson, so Sahira's son, comes to the hospital and, and Hanson just gets the fear that he actually might be grooming him as well mm. um so there's the there, storyline's weird isn't it yeah so there there are there are question marks over whether he'll actually carry out his threat um mm -hmm. and, and and tell sahira it'll be interesting to see how this storyline develops as as i suppose sahira finds herself increasingly more torn between her mentor hansen who she loves dearly and her father rayhan who she also yeah. loves dearly whose side will she be on i guess mm. well if she if she she knows the truth. Hopefully, there's only one side to be on. Um, and, and Angie's back at work, isn't she? After after the kidnapping. Yeah, she. They're all tough ones at Holby. They just kind of roll their sleeves up. Ah, kidnapping will deal. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I can go. I could just get back to work. I can get back on it. It's no problem. Yeah, yeah. Surgery. <sighs> Don't worry about it. Um. Anyway, she Ange is. She seems like she's got this covered. She's a feisty one. She's she's clearly a bit sort of battered and bruised, but she is gonna just sort of get back on with it. Um, and so they're on the ward on AAU, and and over caring Josh, he kind of suspects she's returned too soon. Um, so he kind of that he's due to go home. Him and Jun are due to go home, but that they can sort of sense she needs help. So Jun, um, Josh kind of says, "Oh, you know, Jun, look." Can you stay? If you stay and help me, I'll agree to do... Um, I think he promises to do everybody, all the patients, enemas or something. Oh, nice. <laughs> what a job. Um, <laughs> anyway, she, she doesn't like being mollycoddled, though, and she can sort of sense something's going on, and, and their frustrations kind of explode um, onto the ward, and she gives him a, a serious dressing down. I mean, you're sort of left wondering if uh, Sparks could perhaps be flying for another reason. Um, mm. I can't say too much, obviously, but there's a very interesting development with this storyline. Um, you won't want to miss it. Well, now Cameron's off. They're going to come, you know, up with something else, aren't they? Uh, absolutely, um, without a doubt. Well, look, another, another great week in soaps. Thank you both ever so much. And we will be back next week with more gossip. Bye.